0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the FDIP, the official podcast of the Faculty Development and Innovation Center at EIU. I'm Kim Irvin, instructional designer, and your host today. This podcast series is to further promote teaching excellence through the sharing of information related to instructional design, teaching strategies, and innovation. In this episode, I'll share considerations for promoting the use of office hours. Hi there, friends. Welcome back, and thank you so much for listening. So a little backstory on how the idea for the topic of office hours came about. I happened to run into Dr. Lori Deruder Willems on campus a few weeks ago. She's an assistant professor and the honors coordinator in the Department of Public Health and Nutrition. We were chatting about relevant topics the FDIC could address for the benefit of our faculty. And something she mentioned her and her colleagues are noticing is how learners will ask each other questions about course content, but are very reluctant to ask the instructor any questions, even when it's a question about something the instructor wrote. Coupling that discussion with my attendance to a webinar last fall titled Rethinking Office Hours, which was hosted by CELT, which stands for the Center for Excellence in Learning and Teaching at Stony Brook University, which is a state university in New York, I decided my conversation with Dr. DeRuder Wellems was the sign I needed to address the topic of learners using office hours, and I decided using this podcast to do just that. Now for your reference, the current link to the webinar recording is available in the show notes. And before I start sharing, I do want to recognize that there can be much debate regarding the amount of influence an instructor has over their own students' use of office hours. There's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. While I completely understand that perspective and agree with it, I also think most will agree that an instructor's influence over students using office hours at least exists. So, for that reason, I'll share practices that are in your control as an instructor to help optimize a learner's use of office hours. The first recommendation is to stop and reflect on your own feelings and beliefs about office hours. Did you find them useful as a student? And whether you answered yes or no, why did you find them useful? Or why did you not find them useful when you were a student? I appreciate that question because it guides us to putting ourselves in the learner's shoes, a place perhaps sometimes we, me included, may not go as quickly as we sometimes should. A second reflection question is, what are your own expectations of office hours? Perhaps after listening to this podcast, you might modify your expectations. And finally, could your students be feeling intimidated by office hours? They require the learner to speak with one of the most smartest, most powerful people they know at this point in their lives. You are the one giving out the grade. Second, they may not really understand what office hours are for. Therefore, experience intimidation from the unknown. We're excellent at stating the when and where of office hours, but not equally as good at stating their what or why, because we think it's implied. There are a couple places I've heard this aversion to office hours acknowledged. One is in the webinar I mentioned I attended. CELT Senior Instructional Designer Dr. Carol Hernandez drew this analogy to the aversion some learners can experience toward office hours. They're like that little wooden box with a glass top. Etched in the glass, it reads, Break in case of emergency. Inside the box is something you're trying to stay away from. I've seen chocolate inside a box like this, but in this case, it would be office hours. A second example is a satirical video Arizona State University created about the fear of meeting one-on-one with my professor. It spoofs a pharmaceutical commercial. It does an excellent job of addressing a real issue in a lighthearted, fun, and approachable way. It's just 2 minutes and 20 seconds in length, and the current link to it is available in the show notes. If you need a chuckle after this podcast, please take a look. I'm laughing just thinking about the video. So after reflecting on those three questions, your experience of office hours as a student, your expectations of office hours, and considering the notion your students may be intimidated of office hours, the next natural step is to act on your reflections by reframing your office hours to encourage their use. Here are some thoughts to consider when making any changes to your office hours. In response to learners being intimidated by office hours, Consider educating learners about the different ways office hours can help them. For example, in the syllabus, state what office hours are for in addition to when and where they are. Some ideas for their purpose in addition to help with course content can include discussing requests for letters of recommendation and or being a job reference, information about jobs, internships, or mentoring, career advice, and information about the degree program. Also, in my eyes, what goes together with educating learners about office hours is repeated, explicit invitations to learners to engage in out-of-class communication. I believe direct invitation is powerful and that your approachability has more to do with directly inviting learners to approach you. After determining what your office hours are for, you may consider changing their name, perhaps to represent an official rebranding. I've heard office hours renamed to student hours, student success hours, pick my brain, the doctor is in, ask me anything, troubleshooting homework help, tutorial session, coffee with a professor, check-in time, and meetups. Those names might get your creative juices flowing. Also, in response to their intimidation factor, consider asking your learners their perspectives on using office hours. Their responses might really be insightful. It could be a question addressed during learner introductions at the beginning of the course. Another way to reframe office hours is to think of them in the same way we think about course content. For course content, we consider such concepts as scaffolding, which is a direct teaching strategy that calls for a gradual release of responsibility to learners. Course material and activities are delivered in layers or segments, providing less and less support and or increasing the level of difficulty as students master new concepts or material. Apply the concept of scaffolding to office hours by incorporating an activity that allows the learner to try using office hours before scheduling a session on their own initiative. The activity could require participation in a short 10-minute office hours session In the modality of your choice, there could be a multiple-week time frame available at the beginning of the course for learner signups. This activity could even be repeated around midterm to check in with learners. The purpose of an activity like this is that it gets a low-stakes first one-on-one meeting out of the way in a situation where the learner doesn't have to confront you with what they may perceive as a difficult issue. Then, when the learner really needs to reach out to you, it will hopefully be easier for them to self-initiate a session because they have already met with you one-on-one once. Learners who really might benefit from this activity are those just starting college in the lower-level courses. If you do choose to use this activity, consider explaining the purpose of it to prevent learners from perceiving a one-on-one session with their instructor as an intimidating activity. Another way to consider office hours in the same way as course content is to incentivize them. The activity of practicing office hours just described could be incentivized. Another way to incentivize office hours is to consider their utilization as a way to contribute to a class participation grade you may assign. Participating in office hours could be an optional way to contribute to the participation grade, or it could be a required element of the grade. Another consideration within your control that can impact whether learners utilize office hours is their flexibility in their location, modality, and the time office hours are used. With location, depending on the format of the courses you teach, as an EIU instructor, you're required to host a set number of office hours on campus. As the FDIC director, Dr. Michael Gillespie, points out, the requirement states on campus, not specifically in your office. So, could another location on campus be more public and less intimidating for learners? Perhaps a place in Booth Library, the Martin Luther King Union coffee shop, a housing common area, or an empty classroom. The FDIC has an infographic that lists alternative campus spaces for office hours and their benefits. A link to it is available in the show notes. In addition to using a public venue to help learners feel less intimidated in a one-on-one session, a public space could be used for the class public to meet, meaning there's a portion of the office hours that are held in a public venue, and anyone in the course is welcome to attend. There is an article in the journal College Teaching by math instructor Parker Glenn Addy, who himself uses this method of office hours in a face-to-face format and describes how it is more appealing to students, it creates opportunities for faculty-learner interaction that would not arise in a traditional one-on-one setting, and how it additionally promotes interaction with other learners. It's just a real quick two-page read, and the current link to the article is in the show notes. Regarding a flexible modality for office hours, learners may have their preference for one modality, face-to-face or virtual, over another, And their need for one modality over the other may vary during the course depending on the learner's location, schedule, or nature of what they need. I feel like, and especially since the pandemic, that multiple modalities for office hours is more the norm than the exception, which is a good thing, especially for face-to-face courses. I believe it's good practice to offer office hours in multiple modalities to help expand the opportunities for learners to participate. A final consideration for incorporating flexibility into office hours is their scheduled time. Not all students can be available during business hours, even with a virtual modality as an option. Some students work, have family commitments, etc. In addition to daytime office hours, perhaps at least an hour a week during the evening could be offered through virtual modality. For example, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Time every Thursday evening via Zoom. From a learner's perspective, an option like this could really be appreciated. The appreciative learners who actually come to my mind first are those who are working adults, perhaps in one of our graduate programs. That completes my current suggestions for being innovative with office hours. Reflect first, then reframe. Sometimes the level of impact we can gain when we are just a little bit intentional about something can truly be amazing. If you think your office hours could be utilized more, Think about ways to be intentional about them reaching their potential and just see where that leads. And as always, if you need a sounding board for pedagogy-related questions or ideas, please don't hesitate to contact me at 217-581-3716 or by email at kservin at eiu.edu. Thanks for listening and continuing to learn.